Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! What, what, what ha- Chris? Chris, what, what happened to you? What happened? I'm upset about it. I'm upset about it. Are you upset I'm about really it? upset about this. I, it aggravated me to no end. So I talked about how I don't use social media anymore. Yes. And I, I stay On off of media, Facebook. Right? I stay off of Facebook. Yeah. Specifically because I'm so sick of watching people talk about some belief that they have and then wanting to force it upon everybody else. And I've That's what been, Facebook is. I've been I've been guilty of this at times. I've you ranted got that and I've done like it's wrong thing, Facebook huh? is facing or is forcing people to read your blog. Right. When people had blogs, people had to willingly go yeah. to there to read your right. to read your thoughts. Right. But now you get Very it, you log on and boom in your face. But this the is thing what was I, I got to a point where I realized all I was doing was making myself angry. Like Facebook was showing me things that it knew was going to piss me off. So I stop following people. That's what's dangerous about the world, though, because you're only surrounding people with per- your own personal beliefs, which just, you know, adds to your, uh, you know, pat on the back that I'm right. No, no, no. But when the you're thing, not always right. But the thing to me is that I can have those conversations outside. You're not right. A That's lot. the thing. If I'm not using Facebook, then I can have a conversation with you, and we actually have a conversation. I can right. actually talk to somebody. We can have a conversation. I want to go back to the way the world was because yeah, I was perfectly fine the way that I was. Okay. And then some idiot. Oh no. That you know, yeah, created a text group. Oh, was I on this? With you, I don't. If you were on it, you'd be losing your mind. Between Add like me. twelve or thirteen people. I <laughs> see. <laughs> I hate it, but I thrive on it too. Like, it makes between, me stronger. Between twelve or thirteen people, <laughs> and it has now become a thing where they will write something, and I found myself the other day in an argument over something. When it came to COVID, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody has an argument over this. Yeah. Like, I was like, I saw something and I was like, that is stupid. And this is why I stopped following social media, because that is stupid. And then I stupidly, because I had too much to drink, I responded to it because it was on my phone. I woke up the next morning. I was still in this thing. And I'm like, I didn't want to talk to you people. There's a reason I don't interact with anybody on Facebook anymore. So now you found me on a text message and I can't block the text message. I would have to block all their phone numbers. Ignore you know? the conversation. No, I hit the ignore the conversation, but it still pops up. It just it shows me that there's still something there. Like eventually I see it yeah. and I go, oh look, there's this like is, 57 more comments and I start reading it. That's how button. I feel every waking moment of my life, by the way. <laughs> Why? We better start saving them for Bill's therapy. No, like, really. <laughs> we really should. Like when Lewis Black came out, I was angry at him because he stole my stick. Like, you know, I, <laughs> he's like 75 years old, Bill. Well, he's been he doing it for like 50 years. Over because he, you know, he's <laughs> mad and angry and everything. This is me. Like, I wake up and I'm so angry at right. everything. Listen, 
I got on a rant one time while Lewis Black was on my radio show in California, and I got to the end of it, and he said, will you open up for me tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it was my one time in he stand-up comedy. sexually, by the way. <laughs> a pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here, I love that pitcher of beer. We're going to do a couple of breweries. We're bouncing around the south side. It's nice to actually see you out. It's nice to be out, Chris. I don't get out much. It's about it's about time you did something. So once a year. This is my this is my one for 2022. You play guitar like on uh, half the shows, and you show up for one thing that we do a year. Yep, that's good. So, hey, I'm good until 2023. There you go. You're all set now. We have Marshall from Open Outcry. We're sitting here in Open Outcry at 109th and Western they got the great rooftop during the summer and in the winter for five bucks you can rent out a cabin on the roof and they'll deliver all your stuff up there your food your beer the indoors is incredible they actually have tables that have swings and marshall you're one of the managers here john brand's been on the show before but he told me he's like put marshall on the show because marshall started here as a busboy and now basically runs the place is that right more or less, yeah. It's been a long journey. It doesn't feel like four years, but it's been roughly over that. Uh, I, yeah, I came right out of college. I was working here. Basically, just uh, I knew John through a relative of mine, and he was just, I was looking for something to do. I was just looking for work. And this is three or four days right after they open. And he goes, Yeah, we're drowning and stuff. I need someone to clean these dishes. And I go, I got nothing going on. I just started working. Um, Turned 21, I got my bartending license, started serving, and then uh, late last year promoted me to a uh, full-time manager. So now it's definitely climbing the ladder a lot faster than I had planned on it, but it's been a ride and I've enjoyed every second of it. So one of the beers that we tried before we get to the one that Mike and I both decided we wanted to get together, we tried January Effect. And first off, before I talk to Marshall about it, about what's in it, I want to know what your thoughts were on it, because to me, it felt like a beer that is perfect for the winter, but generally when you have like these winter ales, they have spices in them. I didn't taste any spice. So to me, it was perfect. It was like, we're going to do a winter beer, but without all the Christmas stuff in it. So you you know that I love winter beers and I won't go on my, you know, two below rant on the on this one, but I love the winter. Oh, the, I don't want to, nobody wants to hear about how much you're angry that they changed the formula to two below. Just, just, just talk about this beer. But I, lo- I love winter beers and sometimes they're overwhelming. There's spice, and just hits you in the face. This was a smooth one. It was, it was, it warms you up like a winter beer should, but it isn't like slapping you in the face. It was really tasty. It's a new one, right, Marshall? It's the first time you guys have done it. Yeah, we've never. This is our first take on a winter ale. Um, it was just something we had a lot of stouts on at the time, and we wanted to diversify a little bit more. So Will Turner, our brewer, decided to do some uh, tinkering back there and threw together our first winter ale. It's solid. Is it doing well here? It is. It yes. It's. Um, we've done a couple of like you know insert month effect here like we'll have something you know in the summertime that's got a bit of more of a summer flavor got more fruit to it it's on the lighter side this is the first time we've done it's similar to like a topple box style that was what we were going for uh and i think we achieved that pretty well it's got that flavor like you said it doesn't have a, an abundance on the extra flavor the spice it's kind of just got that core basics down pretty well so turner's ipo that's the one i want to talk about here while we're here this is a bitter right this is an esp and i've always liked these like when i got into craft beer. I was living on the West Coast. It was like early 2000s, probably about 02, 03. And 
the majority of America wasn't in the craft beer, but California was. Like, Reno, Nevada was. Like, I mean, like, there were certain areas that were all up and down the West Coast, and they were doing these English, these, these extra special bitters as an English beer. And this is a really pure way of doing a beer. Not a lot of breweries have these. Tell us a little bit about this one. So this is, uh, we call it the Turner's IPO. Will Turner being our brewer was his first beer that he made after uh, moving over with us. So IPO, obviously the initial public offering. It was his first foray into our style of beer. This one, it's got a, um, it's using Maris Otter malts. Um, so it's definitely got that malty flavor. It's got a slight bitterness and a slight aroma to it as well. The hop is definitely going to come up. It's more pronounced than it would be on a, on a typical ESB. Um, definitely more hop characteristic in there. It's got a bit of a fruit flavor to it. Initially, we were making it, um, it was on nitro too. So that was the thing. It came down, it was a lot smoother going down, which was nice. But this last batch around, we just did a regular batch. I think both are great. This one in particular, like I said, if you're looking for something bitter, it's got a little bit more than just the bitterness and the hop flavor to it. I think it hits that spot uh, pretty perfectly. Marshall, have you ever met a beer snob before? Once or twice. All right. Well, I want to introduce you to Mike. Okay, Mike's a beer snob. What do you think of this beer? So it's a, it's a good balance of hop and bitter. It's not too bitter and not like super too aromatic with the hops. It's it's actually it's again it's it's pretty dang smooth. So, so Will, Will did a good job here. Yeah, I'll translate. It's a really good beer. All right. The thing with it is that it's 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 not harsh like IPAs. People people who do craft beers or people that may not drink craft beers initially think that every craft beer is harsh or heavy or too much for them this is like a this is like a gateway craft beer is what this is like this is one you go try and you go this is not a miller light this is not a budweiser but there's something about it because it's an old style english ale i mean think about it an esb is something that they were drinking before this became a country it was just a colony right absolutely um so the esb like you said it's just one of those things where you're not further in either direction. A lot of people, a lot of um, uneducated people when it comes to craft beer, much like you said, they're just, they think everything is a bit. Now you're getting snobby. Huh? You're getting snobby, Marshall. You and you and Mike are snobby. I'm trying to go as you're bougie. possible. Um, like you said, you you basically got your two schools of thought for people who are not that educated. It's everything's either real, real hoppy, real IPA flavored, or you lean more towards a stout, towards a Guinness, something dark, right? I think, you, like you said, this is right down the middle with you. It's not too hoppy. It's not too bitter. It's got, a, like, it, there's a hint of that fruit flavor. You don't get it overpowering, but it's enough that it, it, it definitely balances out the palate. Great food. They got a great rooftop. They got an incredible indoor area, a great big giant bar. Open outcry, one of the best places here on the south side. Marshall, you'll see him here pretty much every night. You see him more than the owner. Like, Marshall's here every freaking night. Mike, okay, and they got pretty good beer, right? I mean, that's how you know John's doing it right. He doesn't have to be here every night because Marshall's here. <laughs> yeah. Pretty soon I won't have to do the podcast anymore, right? You'll just take over. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> It is now time for your Southside Pod Word on the Street, brought to you by Liebforth Law. Larry Liebforth, a close personal friend of this show, has practiced law in the South Suburbs for decades. Former president of the Southwest Bar Association, big single settlements for personal injury lawsuits. He handles criminal defense, real estate, probate, corporate law, and more for justice, equality, and trust. Give Larry a call, 708 499 6300 or visit leaveforthlaw.com. <laughs>
The Archdiocese of Chicago is announcing all of their Renew My Church pairings, which is a really fancy way of saying, we're going to save a little bit of dough, close a few parishes, don't worry about it. In Evergreen Park, it's official, Queen of Martyrs and St. Bernadette uniting as a parish, the St. Bernadette pastor taking over essentially Queen of Martyrs, because in two years, Bernadette goes away and he's the pastor of everything. Most Holy Redeemer avoided any changes. Meanwhile, Incarnation in Crestwood and St. Terence in Elsip are now combined. That's right, one Catholic parish for two different suburbs. There will be one pastor with two churches, like it's rural Indiana. Neither will close. The third parish, St. Alexander, and their school in Palos Heights will not be touched at all. Meanwhile, an investigative report from the Office of Congressional Ethics found, quote, substantial reason to believe that current U.S. Representative Mary Newman of the new Super 6 District may have violated federal law when she allegedly offered a potential opponent a job on her staff in the last election. And you know what's amazing? She signed a contract with the guy for about $135,000 a year, saying that if she won, he would have a job. So when she didn't give him the job, he sued her in court. That district is actually really big now, covers a big section of the South Side. I'm actually in it now. I used to be in the first. That is going to be an incredible set of two primaries and then a big general election at the end. In Tinley Park, there's going to be a golf show coming up February 4th through the 6th at the Tinley Park Convention Center. Golfers can stop by the convention center, browse all the merchandise, try out stuff at the driving range, and even compete against each other in contests. Tickets are 5 bucks for Friday, 10 bucks for Saturday and Sunday, again the weekend of the 4th. And those of you in Lamont, odd side, even side parking restrictions now in effect as of earlier this week. That's your Southside Pod word on the street, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. We're continuing our tour. We're just bouncing around, me and Mike. We brought the wives out. We stopped in the Horse Thief Hollow and uh, explain to me what your wife found on the menu and decided to buy. What did, what did she get at Horse Thief? So my wife, she, she loves the southern food. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of Cajun stuff here, but she went with the surf and turf. Right, because that's what they do. Yeah, and so then your wife went with the surf and turf too. She said, well, if she's having it, can I have the surf and turf? So Chris and I had crackers and water. <laughs> 
Right, right. And we're drinking beer. That's what we're doing here at Horse Thief Hollow in Beverly, about 104th and Western, 105th and Western. Tell me about what you're drinking first, because I did not have this yet. I'm drinking a stout. I can't wait to get into this. But what are you trying here at Horse Thief? So I had the Maryland, which is like... Uh, Maryland or Maryland? Is it the state of Maryland? Like the Monroe, Maryland Monroe. It's like a blondish ale. It's pretty tasty, about five and a half percent. Kind of smooth. It's it's. I would I would drink this one again. I really enjoyed it. So what would you? How would you describe this? It's got some body. It's a very golden color. So a very golden, a clear golden caramel, if you will. Um, it's, it's again got a good head on it, a good nose on it. You know, it's 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 a solid beer. It's a, it's like an APA. American Pale Ale. I just wanted to ask that last question to see how nerdy it would get. Anyway, I'm having the uh, Delta Hurricane. This sucker's good. It's it's a stout. They don't really advertise it, I don't think, as a coffee stout, but I taste coffee in it. But it's not as heavy as what a coffee stout would be. It is a really solid stout. It's not really heavy. I think lately stouts that we try have bourbon barrels and, uh, you know, I mean, like... It gets crazy, and the ABVs get up to 12, 13, 14%. This one's nowhere near that. It's a nice, drinkable stout, and I would say it's one of the better ones right now available in all the breweries in Chicago. Yeah, so this this one, it's kind of classified as a milk stout, a sweeter milk stout, so not as dry, a little bit sweeter. Only 6.5%, 6.4% ABV, so you're not up in the 10 or 12 or 15 range. It's not one you're splitting among three or four people. You can drink it all yourself, Chris, and stumble home from here. I think that's what my plan is. We're going to go to another brewery, aren't we? One more. One more? One more? At least one more. These two are having a good time next to us, so I think one more. As long as they have the car keys, we can go to a... We keep buying them Servitor? And we can get go at least one more. How was your steak? Uh, it's delicious. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Was it, it was, was like was it like exceptional? Oh, it was exceptional. Exceptional, huh? Yes. All right, did I earn anything out of this? Uh, you definitely earned. There we go. Okay, well, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check your wife now. Let's see how it goes. Good luck with that. Yeah. yeah. How was your steak? Medium rare. <laughs> a pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come. more from the owner of Horse Thief Hollow next week. Be stopping back over there. They got some big things going on in the next couple of weeks. They wanted to talk to Southside Pot about it, and they got cold beer. What the heck? I like when he jams like this, because when he does this, your gears get moving. My gears Yeah, I can see it in your head. You start listening to what he's doing, you're like, is there something I can do with that? Sometimes you're like, yes, I have an idea. Sometimes you're like, Man, he's terrible. I wish he'd stop. Like, but I can see the gears moving either way. You know, I see you kind of trying to figure it out. I see you wondering whether or not, just when you're about to start singing, he's just gonna stop playing. Right now he's perfect, right? But if, perfect. if you start singing something, sure. I could be like, <laughs> sing like a, a Grammy nominated, right. like worthy song. Right, right. You'd be like, 
twang. Like yeah, yeah. a string would break. He'll or, screw up the moment yeah. you really start getting right. into it. True. Which is fun for everybody. It's fun for me. It's, it's fun really for listeners. Yeah. When Mike's plants, Jesus, <laughs> I'm out. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to the big exciting ending of 30 Minutes of Good in a World of Dumb, which is Southside Pod, do not forget, Double Play Saloon in Blue Island is the spot, man. That is a huge darts bar. Darts in the front, darts in the back, darts in the middle, darts everywhere. Big, giant, beautiful bar, really great clientele, fun place to hang out any night of the week, and Thursday nights they're having a plastic handicap dart league That thing kicks off soon on February the 17th. There's also a Sunday Beanbag League kicking off February 27th. All skill levels. Call or text Tommy for details and sign up 773-574-0992. And then don't forget the daily $5 basket lunch specials, the $13 Miller and Bud family buckets when you walk in the door, and temperature soup, man. It's been super cheap this week. Whatever the temperature is outside, that's the cost of delicious soup. And seriously, that soup's good. Stop in and see them. Try out the newly remodeled private gaming area, 13011 Western Avenue in Blue Island. Double Play Saloon. Oh, it's the Southside Pod and the Southside Pod. Oh, we're the Southside Pod. We're the Southside Pod and the Southside Pod. Oh, it's a Southside Pod. We talk about everything you want to hear. We talk about breweries that serve the beer. We talk about the restaurants where we eat. We talk where the places where we walk our feet. To the Southside Pod. Southside Pod. It's a Southside Pod. It's a Southside Pod. It's a Southside Pod. Thank you for listening to. Hey, Mike. He, Mike isn't talking yet. He's talking with yeah. his guitar. Yeah, Bill. We're uh, um, we're like, you know, we play music on the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah <we laughs> Is that do. what you call what you do we on do. the show? <laughs> you know, I, I have a question because I ask this question a lot of like at parties once I have a few too many Moscow mules and I'm there. <laughs> so, <laughs> what was your first concert? And not oh, I mean, mine. Your first like concert not by yourself even if you went with your parents or if you saw it like at a local whatever like a first kind of concert first concert yeah. i never went to a concert with my parents that i can remember okay okay so i'm trying to remember what the first one was that i went to and i can't remember what was the first one i want to say the first concert i ever went to and oh my gosh this is embarrassing i love it, it. Was by myself at the aragon Wait, ball by yourself no no, no i went with my buddy <laughs> <laughs> I went with my buddy. I went right. with my buddy. He was 11. I dragged a friend to this in high school. I dragged a friend to Alanis Morissette nice. at the Aragon Ballroom yeah. when she only yeah. had the first song out. Sure. And the guy who drums for the Foo Fighters was her drummer because okay. she didn't have a band and, he, and the Foo Fighters Taylor, yeah. did not exist Taylor yet. Hawkins. Taylor Hawkins. He was not drumming like like the first Foo Fighters single had come out, but remember Dave Grohl did the well, he, whole thing yeah, on his came, own. Yeah, he came. So he, he didn't have a touring like, band. Yeah. Do you he remember was who the second touring band? Uh, he was the third drummer. It was another female artist. Okay. That I 
but I can't remember like a who it was. Fiona Apple, maybe? Or no, I don't think it was Fiona no? Apple, but it was somebody came okay, up. You'd okay. have to look it up. It was probably so you and another jagged, guy. It was Jagged Little took a whole heterosexual trip to, to Atlanta to Florida set. set. And we were like some of the only men in the entire course, place. Yeah. It was all women. And, and none all, of them were and interested in you. And they all wanted to fight no, you. None of no, them were I was like, look at all these hot girls. None of them wanted to talk to me. Just look at you like hatred. They were looking at each other. They were looking at each other. They were not looking at me. Isn't it ironic? And I... And I bought myself an Alanis Morissette uh, concert T-shirt, fantastic, which awesome. I then wore. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, One it's destroyed. Oh, okay. It got destroyed two shows later. I wore it to uh, a Green Day concert, maybe oh. a month later that I saw at UIC. Where's an Alanis Morissette shirt to a Green was, Day concert? It was my only. I didn't want to be. I, I you wanted to be ironic. I wanted to be ironic. <laughs> and then, for some strange reason, I decided to wear it to a this Metallica concert, deeper and deeper, to I love tick it. off my friend. I. I Dug it out later on for Metallica up in Rockford at Lollapalooza with Soundgarden in the late 90s just to tick off my friend who was like, don't wear a stupid shirt. And I went and I found my Alanis Morissette jagged little pill short shirt to wear That's to Metallica. That's a fantastic story. I, I like did that. that on purpose. You shouldn't be embarrassed by that story. That's yeah. great. Acoustic Mike? Elton John. All right. With the family, it was awesome. Pop nice. the Creek. It's a little, little bit Creek. Creek. Yeah. 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 It was incredible. Nice. Feeling inside. <laughs> Not one awesome. of those. 1989. Great show. Hard. That's a good one. I did not buy a shirt. I was too bedazzled for him. <laughs> <laughs> New thing we're going to try out here on Southside Pod, the Southside Pod Bulletin Board. It's kind of a chance for anybody that wants to get the word out about anything to send it to us at southsidepod.com. Leave a voice message. Leave a typed comment. We'll try to get it out there for you. The night this episode comes out, 8 p.m. at 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park, one night stand, a huge karaoke contest. You got to set this all up in advance. You can buy tickets to go watch it. Contest begins at 8 p.m. Coming up on Saturday at 10 p.m., Natural Law, out in Blue Island, they have American Hustle performing. That is at 13404 Old Western Avenue in Blue Island. Meanwhile, you never know when you're going to need a tow. Dreamers Towing and Recovery serves the south side of Chicago and the south suburbs. They're available 24-7, 365, whenever you need them. And they'll also buy your junk cars. Give them a call at any time, 773-410-4549. Grinders Training Academy at 102nd and Kedzie Avenue does youth sports training Conditioning, fitness classes for all levels as well. Kids and adults, a safe, clean, structured environment. They provide private coaching and coaches from outside can come in and rent their facilities. Learn more. Grindersacademy.com. That's grinders with a Z. Academy.com. That's in Evergreen Park. That's also where the Dan Capuano Ice Rink is. It's an outdoor ice rink and the hours this weekend include open skate, Friday the 28th from 5 to 7 p.m. Saturday, they got a hockey clinic going on, 11.30 to 12.30. Stick and puck, 2.45 to 3.45. Open skate from 4 to 6, rat hockey from 6 to 8. There's four more hours of open skate on Sunday and more rat hockey after that. Get all the details, the pricing, it's pretty cheap, and they'll rent skates out there, evergreenpark-ill.com. And there's a spot along 95th Street on the edge of Evergreen Park right before you get to Oak Lawn. They're trying to help people stop smoking. Some people figure out that using a vape product is a good way to get off of cigarettes. 
Check out Cool Clouds Vapor Shop with a huge testing bar, 3837 West 95th Street, and also check out coolcloudsvapor.com. Anything goes on the bulletin board. Get your thing on the bulletin board at southsidepod.com. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. Uh, We walked into One Allegiance in uh, Chicago Ridge, and the first thing we did is we went for the hard beer. Like, I went and got myself the lead 1.5 that was solid. You went after what? I went after the Harlem Avenue because, you know, I live right off Harlem Avenue, 75 blocks north. It was like half the ABV because you're lame. We ended up on the Pier 39, which is one of their staples. It is a West Coast IPA. I lived on the West Coast. You've been to the West Coast like a ridiculous amount of times. Right? My home away from home these days. Right. Yeah. And so it's hard to fake a West Coast IPA. You have to be good at it. Zach Judakis, he is the guy behind this entire brewery. He runs everything. Most breweries have like four or five people. They got a guy who's in charge of the business. They got a guy who's in charge of the beer. He does everything. This one's been around for a while, right? Yeah, we brewed that one probably within the first three months of opening, and it's been around uh, on and off since then. And it's one of those that I can drink day in and day out. So was it inspired by a Cali beer? Like, you you call it your Cali Common. So obviously you drank on the West Coast, and you were like, this is a beer I want to make. Yeah, it's one of those, like, drinking Sierra Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Um, kind of inspired by that. And then Anchor Steam, one of those beers I was drinking in San Francisco uh, a few years back. Um, and we wanted to come up with our own. It's definitely more hop forward than theirs is, but uh, it's it's super drinkable. Well, you, if you're saying Pier 39, I think most people are thinking, you know, San Francisco area right away. And there's a lot of history of, of great breweries out there. I mean, that's where the craft brewery thing started, you know, Anchor Steam. 40 friggin' years ago now. So you, if you're making a Pier 39 and saying it's a it's a West Coast beer, it's it's got to be good. Are the, are the hops from Cali, or where do you get the hops from? So they are all North American hops, not from California specifically, but we use Northern Brewer hops, which are uh, typical to Anchor Steam's beer because they invented the style. They invented the steam beer, which is a California... Is this steamed? So it's not a steamed beer, but... They call it that for their own reason. Northern Brewer hops, Cascade hops, because that's just another American staple hop, and um, it all comes through just the way it should be. You've kept this since you opened up, so it obviously does very well. Yeah, it's one of those. It's it's basically a, a pale ale, a hoppier pale ale that people always love, and we have to explain the reason why it's called a Cali Common, but once you explain it and you taste it, you get the reason. It's a West Coast beer that people just want. I I love this place. I know this is your first time here, Mike. Give me your impression while Zach is standing here. What do you think of this place? I mean, they got the outdoor patio. Summertime, this place is hopping. They'll, They'll pull the food trucks up outside. They had a band going tonight. You can see the brewery from where you're sitting. Like, what do you think? Yeah, I walked into the band, you know, playing Santeria, so that's like the West Coast vibe right there. 
with, with a solid West Coast IPA that isn't trying to like overdo being a West Coast IPA. So, yeah, people should come here and drink this yeah. stuff. It's good stuff. You're like West Coast Southside, so it works out perfectly. Yeah, it's a perfect fit then. You can't go wrong. <laughs> you guys are hilarious. I love having you. Thank you for coming out always. Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod. Join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod. About the Southside Pod. All things about. The neighborhood we live in All things about The places that we go It's the best side Of Chicago The South Side Pond Mine was like 1987-86 I was young and it was at Kings Island Amusement Park Alright um, They had a, like a theater there They would perform And it just so happened that uh, the new kids on the block were some up-and-coming band that no one's ever heard of, but they opened for Tiffany. You remember Tiffany? I remember Tiffany. My sister was a big she Tiffany fan. Did I fan. think you're alone now, which was just a cover. It is a still, cover. Yeah. Tommy James and the Shondells, yeah, yeah, But she did that, and it became big. She did become big. But my sister, who was five years older than me, was a big fan. I was like 10 years old. My dad, you know, sprung for good seats. We're like three rows from the front, so we got to see, you know, Tiffany and new kids on the block. Before they were much of anything, which was kind of cool for an '80s story, but that was my first concert, and I, I still enjoy some That's of it's awesome. Some of her early stuff. Why wouldn't you, right? Look at the way we gotta hide what we're doing, cause what would they say if they ever knew? So we're just running just as fast as we can. Put your arms around me and we tumble to the ground and then we say, Think we're alone now. Alone now. I think we're alone now. And the beating of a house is the only sound. I think we're alone now. There doesn't seem to be anyone around. I think we're alone now. Beating of a heart is the only There's a there's a fantastic video of her lately, just trashed on like a cruise really? ship performing. She's like wait, 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 wait. Tiffany? Yeah. She, trashed on a cruise she's ship. She's like probably like a good two fifty now. <laughs> yeah. Big Tiffany. Deuce and a half. Big old Tiffany. Big Tiff. Big Tiff. <laughs> that's her new that's her trucker name now. And now welcome come on to the now, stage. come on, back big Tiff here. What's your twenty? Welcome to the stage, <laughs> big Tiff. Let's give her a hand, everybody. Big Tiff, big Tiff, everyone. Big Tiff. You, you buy her a sandwich, you'll sign your autograph. Here come Big Tiff. If she ain't two eighty, she ain't a lady. Big Tiff. Don't forget it. <laughs>